I'm Brona. And I'm Chloe, and we are longtime besties here to give you our unfiltered opinion on all things womanly. From body health and image to relationships and sex, we want to talk about it all, even when society tells us not to. Show me your nails then. I just got pink. Nice. That's very subtle for you. Yeah, I just, I wanted like just a cheap, like, because they were really bad. I was holding off for ages because I was just like, I can't be bothered. So then I just wanted like a cheap, like, easy set. I was going to get them taken off, but I was like, oh, I'll just get pink. I got mine taken off and they're so ugly. I can't wait to get them back on. (laughs) Like, I'm going to have a month. I was like, I'll have a month and then they'll grow nice and it'll be fine. But they're just disgusting. They're like, yeah, I can't not have mine on. Yeah, I know. But look at my eyelashes. You're going to have to ignore that. I've got a massive gap <laughs> in my eyelashes. Look here. Oh my God, it's so bad. I'm getting them done tomorrow, though. But mm. yeah, we're back on the pod now. We it's are. 2022. 2023? Yeah, but since 2022, that's the last oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one of 2022. Um. Not much has happened. Oh no, I got engaged. Yeah, Brona got engaged. I'm so excited. Be a wife. She's gonna be a wifey. Chloe's got a busy year ahead. It's funny because somebody said to me the other day, they were like, "Oh, I listened to your podcast that you spoke about marriage, and Mm. Brona was not that interested." And now she's. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like once you get engaged, you get the like fever. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, and Chloe and I also went to Amsterdam for our birthdays. We did. That was exciting. We had a fun time. My yeah. uncle lived there, so we stayed with them. They're quite wild as well, aren't they, Chloe? <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was it was a wild time. So I thought because we went to Amsterdam and the new rules came in about Amsterdam, we could have a little gossip about that and what we think about it. So I don't know how much you know about the new rules in Amsterdam did you hear no I've not heard anything so I think it was literally just after we came back or it might have been just before we went out so basically Amsterdam want to deter British male tourists like that's what they're specifically aiming to do right they don't like the drinks and the drug culture they brings which is fair enough to some point but that means they're like making limitations not only on like alcohol and alcohol sales but also on like the red light district I'll read you some of the rules and then I'll read you some of like the problems that they have of it and then we can go through it well can we just go to our our trip and talk about the guy who was definitely English who was walking down the road having a conversation with himself about technology and was like (laughs) shouting at himself and having an argument with himself so he was definitely on something I, I thought he was on the phone and you're like no he's not talking to anyone I was I was like, like, oh, he's not on the phone he is fully talking to himself <laughs> yeah because to be fair we did go to the red light district but it was rammed wasn't it like it was absolutely we didn't even realize it's a one-way system as well so, so yeah and then somebody shoved me back over the bridge didn't they literally like yeah. grabbed hold of us and put us back over the bridge because we had no idea yeah it was chaos but that was a Saturday night so I don't know if it's like that was it Saturday yeah. night or Friday night? It was a Saturday night, night I think. wasn't it? So surely that's like yeah. their busiest time. But like because of the new rules, it means that they're not allowed to be open for business on the red light district between 3am and 6am. It used to be open till 6am, but now it's only till 3. 
Um, also saying that they're not going to let any new visitors into the old district where the red light district is after 1am so if you're not there by 1am you're not allowed in okay Um, i also didn't know you can't buy alcohol after 4pm from shops in amsterdam in amsterdam in general yeah i didn't know oh i didn't i didn't know that yeah they have to like hide it behind counters it's not allowed to be like on show or anything what? To be fair, we didn't really go in any shops. No, I didn't know that was a rule. So they're trying to deter them. And then they're going to thinking of making like an erotic centre. So basically moving most of the red light district out of the red light district and putting it in like a centre, like a not a shopping centre, but that vibe. Like making it bigger. Yeah, and taking it like off the streets and into like an enclosed building. I find that a bit strange though, because it's just so like, it's quite historic, isn't it? Like how far back does the red light district go? It's originally wasn't called the red light district. It was named after like a person or something. I should have written it down because I saw that in my notes. I feel like it's a big part of their tourism. I think it's a good idea for them to stop the British tourists from coming as much and all the bad behaviour that comes with it. But apparently there's been lots of protests from actual sex workers and those in the industry, which I found interesting Mm. because I didn't think that would be a problem for them. But they said it's actually more dangerous for them to be working only until 3 a.m. because at 6 a.m., like all the supermarkets and stuff open so they can get normal transport home and things like that. But at 3 a.m., if everywhere's closing at exactly the same time, they've got to find their way home in the dark on the streets mm. with drunken drugged people so there's been loads of protests going on at the minute also apparently means that all their rent spaces are going up a lot of money because they're not going to be used as often for as many hours and so i can see why as well though because probably like a lot of their their money comes from tourists as well so they're probably like losing out on a lot of money especially when oh. it's like limited to them hours I also think it's strange that they've decided to just target British tourists. Like, that's a very odd move. But then it ca- it technically applies to everyone, though, doesn't it? If if they're shutting yeah. places at certain times. Because they're not just shutting it to British people, are they? They're shutting it to everyone at them times. No, but the, like, promotional campaigns are all targeted British men. So it's it's basically to s- deter British men to start with. Yeah, I, I think good. we probably are the worst, to be honest. I mean, everywhere. We are, but when we were there, there was a lot of Americans... Like, yeah, I feel like we were actually like outnumbered. It was mainly Americans. Yeah, there was a lot. And but think... we didn't obviously go like peak summer or anything like that. So maybe like. Yeah, because I think it's weird that the council obviously decided this, but they haven't really spoke to the people who work in this industry and know this industry. Mm. And it doesn't really seem like they're going to be protecting the people who work in this industry. Yeah, maybe we need to get um, Brian and Ernst on the pod to speak for his locals about what what the locals think as well. Yeah, because the reason the council are doing it is apparently because that's what the neighbours and those who live there want. But I don't know, do you think that is the general opinion of what they want? Because surely it brings so much money to the country. Yeah, yeah, you would think it's like a big tax thing. Yeah, because they all pay tax, right? Well... Uh, well as far as we as far as people know that they're supposed to yeah what did you think of the red light district when we went because chloe and i basically went we were 18 
and then we went again now when we're 26 like do you think your opinion changed of it from when you were 18 to now um well yeah because we went to a bloody sex show so that was a different experience <laughs> so you're gonna tell me what happened to the sex show um maybe <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I should have I should have poured myself a drink and maybe I would have done yeah, Chloe and I went to a sex show it was um an interesting experience it but was there wasn't actually that much sex in it was there there was a few there was a couple like there was literally like two bear in mind we were in there for hours <laughs> like we <laughs> we nearly got back to the beginning so there's like shows that are about five yeah. minutes long and then it changes to the next act and it's really rapid yeah they must have been in there for hours we were just having a great time but I, it does actually make sense because when we were in there they were like oh it's the final act like we stayed till the end but yeah. it was only like it was only like quarter to three and I thought I swear last time like everywhere was open until like 6 a.m because I remember us being out until like 6 a.m last time we went like years ago so obviously they must shut things at like you say like three o'clock now yeah so maybe it we was just didn't just realize when we were there that that's the reason yeah. why they also said which thought was interesting so they cut the number of prostitution windows by like half yeah yeah because it was only that's what I said it was yeah. only half of the strip as well yeah. it was only because I remember when we walked down we walked down this massive long road and it was fairly quiet when we went as well yeah but when we went this time it was like because it was all one way it was really busy and it was like I was like I swear this was bigger last time and I remember being able to look on both sides of the street and like everywhere you went the windows were filled with women and this time around they just weren't like we only really saw like I would say like max like 20 girls in the windows whereas last time I remember them being like all like the whole way along on other floors like I remember them being like all over but this time I it was like very like few and far between and there was like and also like before it was like you'd have one shop here and then the next shop would be, I don't know whether they're called shops, I don't know what you call them, but like you'd have one set of windows here, which is in like as part of one shop. And then the next shop down would be like another set of windows. Whereas it was like every other one this time round was like, it was like one was full of lights. The next one was completely pitch black. And then again, the next one was full of lights and then the next one was completely pitch black. So it was quite strange. Yeah, because lots of them were like bars more than that. Like you had to go in, wasn't it? Yeah. Some sort of show or something where I think last time it was way more women in the window. But part of me is like, is that because of things like OnlyFans and the rise of you don't have to be in a window to make money? Probably. Because if I was a woman... I think I'd rather just sit in front of the camera than than actually do the yeah drunk people. I think they're so brave doing that. Like, there's no way I could stand in a window with all those people walking past me. No, and they were really like shouting at us, weren't they? They were like, "Come in, girls, come in!" So like, they've got so much confidence to just be like, "Come in, girls." Yeah, I I find it so interesting. I would like we said before. I think when we were eighteen, we said that we were like, we'd love to speak to someone who. Yeah, just like open the door and like, let's have a chat. (laughs) We did say that about the woman who said, do you want to come in? And we were like, we were thinking, oh, we go ask a question. But then we think she'd probably charge us about £500. Just to ask her a question. (laughs) I mean, girls got to get her money, so fair play. (laughs) But like, I want to know the difference between what the people at the sex show get paid and what the people at like the prostitutes get paid. Because... That's so true. Shall I have a look? See if I can see how much... 
Do you think they'd have how much they roughly get paid? I don't know. For those of you who don't know already, Wild and Wembley is a female empowering art brand created by me, Brenna Genovese, with the aim to help women finally become comfortable in their own skin, whilst also breaking down taboos surrounding the female body. I create vibrant abstract nude art from originals to commissions to prints and accessories. Wild and Wembley is here to help celebrate you. If you'd like to check out my work or you fancy getting commission of your beautiful body, please visit wildandwomanly.com or follow us on Instagram at wildandwomanly. That's wild with a Y and womanly with an I. Thank you. Hi. But I would love to know, yeah, I'd love to know the difference because is it like you you work as like, do you work in the windows to start off with and then you progress into the shows or is it the other way around and you start in the shows and then you work your way to the windows like to me it feels like you would start in the windows and then work your way up to a show oh Uh, I think it'd be the other way around because for me the shows were more like a show like a performance rather than sex right but it says this is from tourismteach.com so I don't know how legit it is but it's from the 11th of February this year typical sex workers in the red light district earn between 200 and 600 euros on an average evening less than 200 euros is seen as a bad night well yeah because I guess they could make 200 euros in one sitting couldn't they really yeah and like although obviously that's seen that is a lot of money for what they do I don't think that that no no unless you're like so then you'd have to do it every night for it to be even more money. Like, yeah, like you you would have to do it as a full time job, like five days a week, to actually earn like a good amount of money. Yeah. But then, but then you're then making taking up more time to do it. Like, but they're earning more than we are in a night, so can't complain. That's true. That is true. Do you think like the red light district should still be a thing, or do you think it's time it moved on? I think it should. I think it also, hmm, I was going to say, but it's probably wrong. I was going to say it creates a a safe space for women that like women, like who are sex workers to just be able to do it in one place rather than going to people's houses and like going to, but like, obviously that's probably quite wrong because also like they're seen as a target then in the red light district, I assume that they've got, because I remember somebody saying to us when we was in Amsterdam, I think it was that, like they have to get taxis everywhere. Like if they want to go down the sh- down to the shop after work and get a drink, they have to get a taxi there because they can't just walk out of the out of the window and just go no. down the road because they'd be targeted straight away. So yeah, it is quite dangerous. I think the thought of being in a room with a strange man or woman that I've never met and doing that, and it's just us two in the room, that just sounds like the most terrifying thing in the world. But obviously they do it all the time. Yeah. Us get used to it. And I'm sure there's probably a lot of security in the vicinity for them, you'd hope. Yeah, and at least if if you're ever in a rubbish situation, you know there's another person next door probably doing the same thing where you can just bash on the wall or go through there. I mean, I don't know because I've never been in one of them places, but it looks like they're just right next to you so realistically if anything goes wrong you can just go to the person next to you unlike in England like sex workers in England obviously if they're going to people's homes or people are coming to their homes or things like that they probably don't have somebody there I'm sure they have like safe ways of doing it but yeah I guess that's true because like you said if they're gonna be a sex worker 
they're probably going to try and do it wherever they are. So if they shut down the red light district. Oh, yeah. They're not necessarily just going to go into an everyday job, are they? They're probably just going to try and find a way to do that. And it's going to be a less safe means. Yeah. I did read some things that I put them on my list of like safe ways to support the red light district. Okay. I, don't, I actually think, I don't know if we went to this place when we were 18, because I know we went to one. So there's like socially responsible initiatives in the red light district. So Condom Marie, a boutique condom shop run by a safe sex and HIV AIDS prevention foundation. Is that the one we went to? I don't know. We Oh, Condomery. Yeah. Is it like condom- yeah, we did go there. Is that the one we went to? Yeah. Yeah. Was- we didn't go to that this time. No, we didn't. But no, not that we use them anymore. I was going to say, do we need them? <laughs> <laughs> not that you're not going to be a white. Last time or something. Condom lollipop. Yeah, I had a. I, I'm not going to lie. I actually think that might still be in my handbag. <laughs> <laughs> what? Surely it's all like in one of my handbags. It's definitely expired. Like I wouldn't use it. I wouldn't recommend to use it, but I'm sure that it's still in there. (laughs) I don't think I ever used one. No well. You buy one? I think we bought one, didn't we? Yeah, I'm sure we did. I definitely did because it was like I said, it's still in my handbag, but I mean like are we bad for going to a sex show? Like, I don't know. Are we supporting it? Are we not? I don't, I don't really know. Or are we meant to, like, seek out ones that treat women better? I don't know. Because we're we obviously... should have looked into that before we went to one. Yeah. I mean, we did try a few. They were all fully booked. So it must be doing all right. Yeah. We had to pay 60 euros each. And you could yeah. only get one drink, couldn't you? They didn't. That's probably part of the rules, though, because there was a there was a thing up at the bar that said you can't buy alcohol. But they had alcohol. So I'm thinking that maybe that's part of the new rules. You're not allowed to buy alcohol in there. Uh, yeah, because it was really strange. We walked in. We got one free drink with our 60 euros, whatever we paid. And then that was it. You couldn't get any more, which I, th- I thought was really strange. So I'm surely they just want to sell as much as they can. But maybe it's yeah. rules that they can't. It must be, yeah. Or I thought maybe it's that they want to keep the people rotating because so many people came in for one show and left. I'm like, you paid 60 euros. Maybe they didn't like what they saw. <laughs> we were in there for the long run. We were there. <laughs> no, drinks or not, we were drinks still in there. I think we saw about like, I think we saw every single act that you could possibly see. I think we saw every person in the crowd that could have walked in that did walk in. <laughs> we just literally... We were in there for hours. I also didn't realise how much audience participation was, was in the same show. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> that's that's too much, but... No Put it one... this way, I'm Just... never eating a banana ever again. <laughs> and that's as far as we're going with that comment. <laughs> you can Google what that means if you like. <laughs> I still have not eaten one since the show. Have you actually not? <laughs> nope. <laughs> The whole time I was in Lanzarote as well, it was like for breakfast there was fruit, but it was all like pears and apples. And yeah. like, I don't want to be, I don't like pear for one. I don't like, I really don't feel like chomping down on an apple at like nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so I was like, right, I want a banana. But then I looked at the bananas and I was like, I just can't do it. Like, I can't. Do you think that's you done now then? I know, but it's annoying because banana's my favorite fruit. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> Tell that. Uh, I 
can't believe you told your mum and dad that. Yeah, I did tell my mum and dad. They find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everyone. I've already told people. <sighs> Which I mean, I wouldn't tell the pod, but you know. No, yes. Yeah, keep it reserved. I understand. <laughs> you should charge them if they want to hear that. Yeah, if you want to hear it, DM me. <laughs> Go to one again. What a sex show! Oh my yeah. god, one hundred percent. And I recommend it to everyone. Like everyone that goes to Amsterdam. Like Josh's parents went to Amsterdam, and I was like, "You have they to go." To one. No, they didn't go. Oh. I was like, "Please, that like, you have to go. It's so good." Well, they're just like, "No, thank you." No, they did. They did stand outside though. <laughs> what <laughs> Got a picture? Because I kept telling them to go there. Like every every oh. day, I was like, go go go. And then they went and stood outside and got a picture and sent it to me. <laughs> well, we. We paid six euros to do that. And I said, why don't we just go to the peep show? The peep show was like 50p a go or something. So it was like, no, we don't want to go to the peep show. Yeah. My friend at work actually was telling me about the peep shows. Apparently, like, it's like you're in a cubicle and it's yeah. like a, it's like one of them, like, frosted screens. And then every time you put your two euros in, it like <laughs> the frosted screen opens. And then you can see these people like, we should try that. Next time we go, maybe we'll Let's do that go. as well. We'll try that one. Like a little arcade. But you told me that I had to touch things. <laughs> I, I thought, you, it was, you know, when you put your hand inside like a little thing and you have to feel yeah. I thought it was like that. And that's why I said no, because I was like, I don't want to put my hand in things. I don't know what I'm touching. Like, ugh. Oh, but we had a great time. We did. Should we give some Amsterdam recommendations in case anyone's Yes, going? let's do that. Let me just charge my laptop because I think it's going to die. Chloe, you start with your recommendation. Okay, so what did we do? So the first day when we got there, we went to the Nine Streets, which are yeah. really pretty. Um, oh, so many nice shots. <gasps> the rituals. Oh, my God, me and Brona. Brona, guess what? When I came home, what? I got a rituals voucher for my birthday from my brother. Did you? Oh, I've got Josh into it now. He loves the things I got love it so yeah so we went to the nine streets it's just basically lots of canals all together so if you want to get an instagram spot with a canal then that's probably a good place to go um and there's lots of nice little like independent um shops around there as well so um we went into like an art gallery didn't we um and just looked around um brona and i are obsessed with rituals so every time we saw rituals we went in one (laughs) flagship store because that one was amazing. yeah that one was yeah amazing. we went yeah the flagship store was insane like you can get your own perfume um yeah. sent there there's a spa in there as well wasn't there yeah and it was funny because the day before me and brona were like oh my god rituals should have a spa and then yeah. we walked in and i saw the spa and rituals and i was like brona there's a spa <laughs> <laughs> like if we'd have known earlier i would have actually put yeah. this in good but well, um Oh. Then we went to a restaurant called Dante for yeah. Italian food, which was really nice. And I also recommend that to Josh's parents. And they went and said it was also really good. So if you go to Amsterdam, you should go there. Where do we go after that, Chloe? Oh, my God. We <laughs> went to this experience called Amaze. I completely forgot about this, actually. Chloe was so excited about this. She was like, we have to go. We have to go. I'm so excited. Because I saw on TikTok that it said it was really good. Yeah. Anyway, we get there. It's in this random industrial estate. I feel like completely out of Amsterdam. Like Amsterdam all looks the same. And then you go out of Amsterdam and it looks nothing like the rest of Amsterdam. So we went into this industrial estate. 
Everyone there was so edgy, wasn't weren't they? We were so yeah. But there was this like, if any of you have seen Black Mirror, you will know what I'm talking about. There was this woman dressed in an alien suit. Would you say it's an alien suit? Yeah, with like short bob, pink hair, and she's like. I'm gonna take you to another dimension. <laughs> she was so freaky. It was so scary. And then so basically make you wear this headset and she like talks you down the headset and it just sounds really creepy. Anyway, then we walk so then you go in and they shut the door and me and Bruno are at the back of all these people and there's a massive LED sign that says the only way out is in and the woman then shuts the door behind us and goes, be safe. So I'm like is she joking? I am not okay <laughs> with this. <laughs> I'm literally crying, holding on to Brona's hand, like clenching Brona's hand. The first bit was a bit terrifying because you stand and you've got to go on this little oh, no. bridge. No, no, no. The bridge was the bridge, the bridge was what right. up the most, and it's like all these lights going off, and then all this smoke comes out, and all these Isn't loud it? noises, and, and then go- they went, they went. So it's all these loud, and then you just go stop. Yeah, they just shout at you. It's Stop. literally everything goes dark. The music goes off, like, and you're just on this bridge in pitch black darkness. Like, it's crazy. It's like a Thought Park maze, you know, that we have at <laughs> Halloween. It was literally like one of them. I didn't really understand the concept. Every room was like all these lights and weird people talking to us. Yeah, and then the laser, and then we went through to this like laser bit, and it was like let me see your true self and they like got all these like laser beams going off blah 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 and me and Brona are at the back again and I was like Brona somebody's gonna take us and kill us like this is the <laughs> kind of black mirror shit that I'm thinking about like I'm like this is it but then we did go into the next bit and the next bit was pretty cool where we got to play sounds and lights and things like that yeah. like, you got to do it yourself interactive but then the next bit after that room. again last room what the hell was that what was that like where we no, no, that wasn't even the last room. Are you talking about the warehouse bit? Yeah, when we were like the beanbags and I got attacked by the smoke machine. Literally, there's That's just like a big attacked smoke coming smoke. towards me. It's absolutely terrifying. I was literally like, Bruno. Oh, it was so it funny. It was kind of a place we said, if you're like high on drugs, I'm sure you'd love it. But Oh, yeah. Edible, yeah. yeah. probably, probably be loving life. Yeah, it was but then we went through to a magic mirror place as well, and then oh yeah, that was creepy. That was really... then, yeah, that was really creepy. Poor Bruno, like I was literally if if Bruno wasn't there, I would have probably just sat <laughs> on the floor and cried. But literally, I was holding on to her for dear life. She would probably be scared as well, but she just had to get me through. She's like, Chloe, it's okay, it's okay, just come on, come through. But she's probably there shitting herself as well. <laughs> The mirror one was weird because have oh you probably haven't seen them you know um get out have you ever seen that no it's like a sequel to that and it's in a mirror room and like when you go to the mirror it's the crazy person looking at you on the other side and that's why just oh no why I'm glad you didn't say that to me when I was there obviously not going to say when we were in there you'd have a panic attack (laughs) oh my god to carry you out but yeah what else did we do while we were there. Oh, we went to um, Sky Deck. What's it called? Top of oh, the- yeah, we went to the a- the Adam, Adam, whatever it's called, the lookout yeah. where there's a swing. Yeah. Chloe wanted to do the swing, but I was yeah. like... Brona's a pussy and wouldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> and 
It's we, nice for a drink though, wasn't it? The rooftop. It was so lovely. And the, but then they were like, oh, it's an hour and a half wait for the swing. So I was like, no, no, no. Like she's not yeah. going on it. So we won't wait. We'll just go up. Didn't realize there was an amazing rooftop bar up there with a DJ and everything. Yeah. But we ended up being there for about three hours. So I could have probably <laughs> done the swing in that time. Um, but yeah, we just ended up getting quite drunk there. Yeah. Um, and then we went to some cool gay bars as well, didn't we? My uncles took us. Yeah, that was it went to night, wasn't it? That was, yeah, that night. That was a nice street, but I don't know what that street is called. No. Do you know what? I did actually look it up because it came up on my geotags on my phone. Oh. Um, so I do have the name of yeah. it. The music was yeah. really good in there. Yeah, that was really fun. And then we went to the sex show. Yeah. Stayed so there till about 3 a.m. Or chips and, and mayo, didn't we? We got chips and mayo quite a few times. Yeah, we did. And then went out for lunch with your uncles the next day, didn't we? And then came yeah. home. Oh, it was such a nice trip. It was so nice. We definitely need to do that more often, 100%. Yeah, it was a nice mix of wholesomeness and chaos. <laughs> like, yeah. some things were really wholesome and some things were like, what are we doing? We did go to a flower market. That was quite wholesome. Oh, yeah. But there was only one flower shop. Really? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a bit odd. I was expecting a lot more because when you walk around Amsterdam, there's a lot of nice like flower stalls. But then we went to, yeah. the, so we were expecting a lot from this flower market, and then we went, and it was a bit basic. So yeah, maybe yeah, we need yeah. Next time we know to buy them from the stalls, not from next the market. time. Yeah, we've only got one minute left, Claire, and then we've got to finish. Oh well, that was a good start to the pod. I think. Are we not doing boob lab today? Oh, I forgot about boob lab. Okay. Should I do a boob lab? Do a quick fire. One minute. Go. Okay. One second. How do you know you love someone? Oh, that's deep. That's really Right, you've got 20 seconds. How do you know you love someone? When all you can think about is them and you want to spend every minute of every day with them and um, anything that they do, um, you're fine with. I don't know. Go. Uh, yeah, you I would go. say when you start putting what they want sometimes before what you want because you love them oh, that's cute god i don't yeah. think about that now 